Welcome back to another bonus episode in the Share Your Light series. We're trying to promote and introduce you to people who are living their truth and are making a difference. And I think in this time of transition that we're all going through, it's really, really important that we do whatever we can to help each other stand up and realize that there are so many positive, wonderful, incredible things happening in the world, but also in our community of listeners. So today I'm really excited and, and very grateful to introduce Dr. Well, reintroduce because she was on our show quite a while back, but reintroduce Dr. Alyssa Adams. Alyssa is a psychologist who's turned an intuitive business coach and human design guide. She helps successful but secretly stuck entrepreneurs to unleash their uniqueness so they can authentically stand out, increase their income, and differentiate themselves no matter how saturated their market. In her boutique coaching practice, she works with executives and entrepreneurs from all over the world. Through a blend of human design, business growth strategies, and mindset work, we amplify your voice, magnetize opportunities for business growth, and clear the path to confidently create the business and life you're meant for. She's been featured in numerous media outlets, shared her ideas at national conferences, and sold profitable online courses. She currently hosts the Uncommon Couch podcast, where she explores innovative marketing approaches, human design, and the psychological side of entrepreneurship. So welcome, 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 Alyssa. Thank you so, so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much, Denise. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Thanks for having me. Well, I think your your story is so indicative of what many people are feeling right now. They may be trained in a certain direction or field or have degrees or whatever, and it's just saying this doesn't fit anymore. So could you maybe share with some folks how you stepped out of the parameters of what you were trained to do to open up to what you really came here to do, pretty much? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'll try to make this the nutshell version of that because it's kind of a, you know, long story. But um, yeah, so I'm kind of traditionally trained as a clinical psychologist, and I specialized in neuropsychology and health psychology, which meant that I worked in hospitals for most of my career. Um, and I was pretty kind of hard charging, I would say, in that time of my life where I was taking on a lot of extra clients, taking on extra opportunities, doing research. You know, I was really busy and I absolutely burned out for sure, just exhausted myself a few times doing that work. Because of that, I ended up taking a job that was more in like an administrative side of things. So I was doing more leadership, um, more of like an office job than running around the hospital. And I hated it. <laughs> I was like, you know, I miss people. I miss the more clinical side of things. But I didn't know what to do at that point, right? Because I was thinking, I don't really want to be in this administrative role. I don't want to be in an office all day. I love working with people. But the last time I did that, I burned myself out. So what the heck do I do now? Like, how do I use those skills in some other way? Uh, so I started to dive into coaching and really loved it. And it was this great way to like leverage my skills as a psychologist in this new way. So I learned a lot more about coaching. I started taking coaching clients on and I realized there was a lot more freedom in that work. So there was this opportunity to bring in things that I've always loved, but hadn't really had space to bring into my clinical work before, like all the woo stuff, right? Um, <laughs> that you and I both love. So um, being able to like offer intuitive readings and bring intuition into my business and into my coaching, you know, be able to bring human design in, which I kind of found, you know, uh, 
last year, actually, maybe a little longer ago. Uh, but there was this opportunity for a lot more flexibility that felt a lot more like me, you know, where I could bring elements of my real self into the room that I hadn't been able to do before. As I was growing my business, I also started to get really interested in like, what does it take to grow a business? Like, how do you take your expertise from one domain or one field and turn it into a thriving business that really fits for you? What does that look like? How do you take those parts of you and build something that is successful? Because, you know, we're not really taught how to like build a business necessarily, right? We're taught skills around our field in particular, but like, how do we translate that into offers that sell into, you know, kind of marketing ourselves and in all in a way that feels authentic? How do we do that? Uh, It was kind of a big task that I was learning for myself and then started teaching others really, how do you find those really unique parts of yourself that feel so true to you and the work you're here to do in this life? How do we weave that into a business that is successful and fits into your life and really lets you have the freedom that maybe you didn't have before in previous careers? So that's kind of how I landed doing this work now. See, I love that. And do you get a real variety of people or is it basically spiritually based businesses or I, it's almost like in my mind I'm seeing you cast this wide net and what you're offering is empowering people to reconnect with who they are and what they came here to do and realize that the only parameters that are holding you back are the ones you're putting on yourself. And I know that sounds kind of, oh, and click your heels together three times. It'll be great. I love that you're you're using both hemispheres because you're you're using that logical, grounded, trained side. You're training as a psychologist, but also bringing in that intuition and weaving it together beautifully. So do you get a, I guess my question was, do you get a wide range of people interested? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think that the people who resonate with me the most who tend to, who tend to come to me are people who are in service-based fields. So they're people who are like wellness entrepreneurs, they're therapists, they're other coaches, they're people who are practitioners of some sort who feel like I haven't quite hit the mark yet. I'm sort of in the space of what I want to be doing. I think it's supposed to be done this way, but that actually doesn't feel good. Like how do I package up what I'm good at and and make a business out of it. And often we're doing a lot of like unlearning things that you learned during training or life, right? That told you you had to do things in a certain way. Um, so we're kind of like letting them break free of some of those chains and really get creative around how they want things to look now that they get to be the architect of their business. Oh, I love that. The architect of their business. So was it really hard to step out of a traditional role? into something that, because I'm sure there were people, maybe that was a definitive statement and it should have been. I would imagine there were people in your life that were saying, what are you thinking? You're leaving this career as a, you're a doctor, you're trained, you have this level of experience and expertise, and now you're going to go and do coaching and intuitive marketing and development and uh, trying to find that balance. But I, I talked to quite a few people that have training, they're licensed in a certain field, they are service based. And they're trying to figure out how do I step out of that? And sometimes there's a rigidity to that. There's there's such a structure and rigidity that doesn't allow you to fully express who you are. So Mm -hmm. how can we help them? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There is a rigidity, right? And I think that that's one of the things that I was always rubbing up against 
doing even traditional work, right? Like wanting to pull in different modalities or wanting to talk about things that maybe were less traditional and not expected. And especially in a hospital system, it's even more rigid. So you have all of these limits and all of these rules and, you know, they kind of dilute you down so that everyone's kind of doing the same thing and people's work kind of all looks the same. And for me, that wasn't really fulfilling. And I think for a lot of people in those fields, it's not that fulfilling. And it's not really the reason they got into the work that they're doing. So it it feels kind of misaligned. So I think some of this is teasing out like what is fear and what is real, right? Like there's often a lot of fear that's built into our training. That's like, you can't do anything different. You can't do this. You can't do that. There's a lot of can'ts. Right. And when you actually take a look at things, there is a lot more flexibility than we think we have, especially if we're not working in a system, like if we're in a private practice or running our own business, right? There's a little more flexibility there than when we're in a system that kind of manages what we do. But being really honest about how much flexibility do I have actually in this space? And then thinking about this is a harder question like, is this the right space for me? period, full stop, right? Like, is there a different way that I can take my skills and move them into something different, but feels better to me, right? Like we get so anchored. It's this like um, the investment that we put into like the time investment, the financial investment, people don't want to always leave or take that step out of something that they're doing, even if it's kind of making them miserable. Being able to think about one, like how can I be flexible in what I'm doing now? And then two, like maybe we bust the doors open and you do something really different. Feel your way into that. I mean, I took several steps to get to the place where I felt like, okay, I'm like really in a different space now and it feels really good. I don't do any mental health care at all right now. You know, my psychologist degree is like informing the work that I do, but I'm not formally practicing in any way, which is a little bit weird to say, but it is very right for me. That's an incredibly good point. A very important point is, and I can only use my own example because that's what I'm familiar with, is I had degrees in education. I had the training. I had the level of experience, all of those things. And that's how I identified. So people would say, who are you? I'm Denise Carell. I'm a special ed teacher. I'm this, I'm that. And that was my whole, I was so identified with that role because I had done it so long. And when I started to step away from it, it almost felt like I couldn't find the words in my mouth to explain, oh, I'm, I'm a phone psychic. I mean, <laughs> how do you go from, from one extreme to the other? But then after time, you start to realize that, wow, I am still, I'm still holding space for people. I'm still encouraging. I'm still doing that. I'm just using that part of myself that was so reserved and hidden and held back for so long. And I think right now, that's what you're, you're offering is, you don't have to hide both. You can blend both together. Another really important point is that you took the gradual steps to get there. It wasn't just woohoo, free fall off a precipice and say good luck and burning buildings and debt piles and all this stuff. Is and I'm a big fan of start a side hustle. See if you like it because you have if you have a degree or you have a practice or you have a business, it's always a safety net. You can always go back to it if you choose. Mm-hmm. But my big thing right now, and I I think for a lot of us, and you probably get this with the folks you're talking to, is there's no room left to waste any time. Yeah. Yeah. There's none. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So you offer marketing, you offer encouragement. You and so is there a one-on-one component in your work as well, or is it more of a group or both? Yeah. So it it looks different, and it kind of changes shape a little bit, like as as different seasons pass. Right now, I'm doing some one-on-one work, so I'm working with people in a more intensive way, one-on-one, where I really walk with them through this transition, right through this place of like building their uniqueness into their business and leaning on their expertise and building that into their offers, their content, their marketing. So it all feels really good to them um, and is guided by what they're here to do, what they love, what actually lights them up, which sometimes we don't even ask ourselves (laughs) for like most of our life. So yes, I've been working with people one-on-one. I'm also doing some human design readings for people to really help them see, you know, what are some of the things that are unique and special to me that maybe I haven't acknowledged before or given myself permission to lean into and how do we weave that into your business. So those are kind of the primary things that I've been doing. And I'm also kicking off an online program at the end of the month, at the end of August. So it'll be a fully online program and it's called Unique Advantage School. So it's helping people find their unique advantage, right? And like really going through all these different layers of their expertise, of their brand, like of their uh, human design chart and, and weaving it all together into a cohesive story that is your unique business that goes, in my opinion, like far beyond niching, right? Something that feels kind of like dry and um, a little bit like overused, but building that authentic business that's a real expression of yourself that because it's based on you, there is no competition, right? It's your category of one business. That makes perfect sense. It makes absolute, it's similar to if one of the things teaching medium, working as a medium is I'll say, find your blueprint for working with spirit. If it because it's unique, it's as unique as your thumbprint, and you're taking that same premise and applying it to business development on a simplistic level, feels like that opens the door to abundance in a way that holding yourself back. And it's not the damn do what you love and the money will follow thing because that's just kind of mean. I mean, it, it's great, it's a great premise, but come on now, people. But this is you're giving people concrete tools to actually apply. So my curious question is, as a psychologist trained, how do you, you must be fascinated as hell with the human design work. Yes. Oh, so fascinating. (laughs) It's so fascinating to me. And I I was at a networking event like early last year, like in maybe the winter, early spring or something last year. And someone was presenting about human design, which it's interesting how things keep coming back into your life. It was something I heard about a few times in the past and then was like, yeah, you know, I never really investigated it. (laughs) And then I was at this networking event and the woman was talking about the different energy types in human design. And I had no idea what she was talking about. It was all brand new to me, but super fascinating. Um, And she was talking about projectors, which is the type that I am, and how they tend to try to keep up with the, the energy types who have more of a motor and more energy, and that sometimes they can burn out and get some significant health issues, like by the time they're 30, because they've pushed so hard. And I was like, oh my God, my whole body sort of lit up with recognition because that was my story. Pushed and pushed and pushed and, you know, really burned myself out and couldn't figure out a way to turn that off and did end up with pretty significant health issues. But in my late 20s, I was in the hospital because of it. And it took a while to unwind that. But there was this instant, oh, I'm, I have a different map 
Like I'm supposed to live in a way that's different from these other folks. And they have a map that's different from the other people, right? We all have our own different path and map and no one's is better or whatever than anybody else is. They're all meant to fit together like a puzzle. But I was not living in alignment with that at all. So I think being able to sort of look into my chart and dig into like, who did I sign on to be here? And how am I living in that way or not? Which I was very much not when I, uh, at least in some ways, I was not. That just seems like such a beautiful, beautiful connection between the human design work and helping people find their uniqueness in their business. So someone that's a projector might come at their business from a different perspective and and what's going to work best for them than someone who's a generator or or one of the other um, archetypes in that in the human design field. So you're offering the human design readings and you're also blending it with the whole business program. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's been super fun. So it's built into my online course program. So I walk people through kind of how to do it on their own to pull extract that uniqueness. And then I do it with my one-on-one coaching clients too. You know, we look at their chart and we really dig into who are you and who did you come here to be? What are the ways that you're meant to serve and communicate and and market even? And I think it does, again, spirit will always put us where we need to be. And with your training, with your traditional background, you're going to have a different insight into this than someone who has just looked up the the examples online of, oh, I can, I can Google in human design and the different types and just spit it back at someone, it feels like you would be able to really give people the skills to do the work, to work with their archetype or their design in a way that is going to help propel them forward with what they're doing next or what they'd like to do. Because I think for the most part, people really want that. They want to find what fits me. How can I just step into who I came here to be and not um, not from a place of fear, not from a place of anxiety. I talk to so many folks that are just staying stuck because it's easier. Yeah. And that's sad. It um, is. And we need them here being who they're supposed to be, right? Be like thriving and being that light that they came here to be, um, that only they can be. So, yeah, it's it's actually kind of interesting and like beautiful. And that's one of the most interesting parts of it, I think, is to find this roadmap of who are you? really? And how far away from that did you stray? And how do we bridge that gap for you, right? What are the things we need to unlearn? How do we kind of take off some of those layers of identity that you've picked up? How do we embrace all of this that is you that maybe you shut down or turned away from? So I feel like that is the piece where my traditional training in psychology has really helped with because I know how to help people make that change or you know, change their stories and change the things that they've carried with them and kind of picked up as like these different layers throughout their life. That's incredible. There are people that will go, I'm ready. I'm ready for my business. I'm ready for this. I'm go, go, go. And and they might not have done the foundational work to get ready for that. So you're able to give them those foundational skills of, I mean, this was such love and compassion. You are so organized, like very (laughs) succinct, very organized. I just, that impresses the hell out of me because I have my own system, but it's not, it's different. Uh, So I feel like you would be able to work with people wherever they are on that range. If they're just coming in as a beginning, I think I'm supposed to be doing something else or look, I've done all this work. I've made the step. So can, is there a wide spectrum of people that you could work with in where they are in their development or business plan? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I work with people who are kind of brand new, who are just getting things uh, started in their business. I work with people also who've hit this like inflection point from where maybe they've had a business for a year or two and they have inconsistent client flow. They're kind of frustrated with the clients they're drawing in. They feel like they're doing a lot of work, but it's not quite panning out. You know, many of those folks, I think, come my way because they're like, maybe there's a different way to do this. People who are doing pivots in their business where they were doing something for a while and they feel called to do something different. So those tend to be the the kind of three areas where people come to connect with me. Okay. So this is an odd question, but do people tend to follow through on what you're offering? Because I know some people will come in gung-ho and I'm doing this and then you'll make these beautiful suggestions or recommendations or you'll say, look, you want more social media, you have to do boom, 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 and you're giving them the steps. Do you get any kickback from people on, yeah, that's good, but maybe I'll do that later? Or or is there a flow with that? Because I find that people will say, I'm ready, and then they're not, this sounds cold, and I honest to God don't mean it that way, but then they're not willing to take those first steps. So do you build that into your program to help people take those first tentative steps to realize that they that this can work? Yeah. Definitely. And I I think what I see happening sometimes is that people, you know, people are ready for the end result, but they're not quite ready for the whole sometimes tiring. You know, it's 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 like a deeply personal journey to build your own business. Right. You're having to be seen and that may bring up junk. Right. You're having to put yourself out there and that brings up stuff. You're having to market and and write down the thoughts that come into your head about how your work helps others, right? Like it's just all these different pieces that can bring up things to the surface. So I'm always trying to suggest things that are are really aligned for the person. We're not saying, hey, you got to write all these blog posts a week and they're like, I hate writing. We're trying to find stuff that's really aligned for them so that it's it's easier. There's less resistance, right? If you love speaking, let's let's lean into that. If you love writing, let's lean into that. Just as a quick example, right? We're trying to do the things that they already feel aligned to that are a, a lighter lift. I think the tricky part comes in when the habits that we had in our nine to five or other parts of our life, they stay with us. We take them right on into our business. So if you overcommit in your previous life before entrepreneurship, you're probably going to overcommit in entrepreneurship. If you had a hard time speaking your mind in your nine to five, you're going to have a hard time doing that in your business, right? So that's the stuff that I think pulls us off course, that if there's weeks going by and people aren't taking action steps, we have to get super, super honest. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to you, right? Like what's going on? What's really holding you back? We don't do Miss America answers in my coaching, right? Let's just get honest, right? Like we got to we got to dig in. It's your business. So, um it's important I think to get that level of honesty with ourselves, especially as a solo business owner because you know, we can create a nice story for ourselves about things, but at the end of the day, you want a business that works, that brings in money and that you feel really great about. So, we have to sometimes clear stuff out before doing that and before we're on a really clear path to moving forward. And that happens for all of us, right? It's not like some group has struggles with that and others don't. We all do. They come in different flavors and shapes and sizes, but we all have something. 
You are so damn spot on that I, I'm just trying not to laugh really loud because <laughs> when you said you just transfer it all, I think for so many people listening and for myself from previous experience, I was saying, if I could just work from home and not have to be around people and I could, I just want to do readings and I want to do this. But if you don't set the structures and boundaries, you're just moving the package over and you're still, so I love, I absolutely love and respect that you're saying we do that foundational work to say, what is it that you need to face in yourself? Really look dead ass in that mirror and say, this is the way I'm wired. This is, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. If what I'm seeing in my mind's eye is people keep bending over backwards and you keep taking their hand and helping them step up, like stand up. You don't need to bend over backwards for folks. We'll find a way that fits for you, your style, your human design, your business practice of, and that's the really cool part. And I've, I've said this so many times to folks that what I've, really believe is that that passion for what you love and and again not do what you love and the money will fall but what do you really in your heart what what do you read about what do you explore what's your search history what what really lights you up and that can be anything that can be absolutely anything do you have the work ethic because people think i'm going to work for myself yeah well good luck with that shit right i mean as far as if you haven't done the work to to transfer the skills you still have non-billable you have taxes you have the practical stuff but then there's that how can i help how can i be of service i really do believe those are the three legs on the stool do you work with that premise or or with something that i'm almost seeing like an outline that you can help people put their parts into to fit for for what fits them but is there a basic outline that you work with? Yeah, that's that's so interesting um, that you kind of see that. So I've recently like formalized that process and put it into the program at the end of the month that I'm launching because it was something that I was doing one-on-one with everyone. We were having the same conversations, plugging things into kind of the same spots. So I wanted to really formalize that in a model. And so I call it the make money with your expertise model. <laughs> so we, <laughs> you know, go through these five areas, like your perspective, right? What do you actually care about? What is your unique perspective in your field, right? What are you passionate about? What do you care about? And there's some discipline in there too, to like stick to those ideas. Um, so you're not creating content that's kind of all over the place. And then we dive deep into your expertise as another area. We really understand your background, your experience, what makes you, you, what makes your style the way it is. We look at your gifts. So we do a lot of looking into the human design chart around what are the the unique gifts that you have? What are those things uh, that are unique to you? We talk about expression. So what are like the stories you can use to connect with others? How do we create offers that connect with people that are aligned? And then the last one is just connection, which basically is marketing, essentially. <laughs> you know, how do we want to connect with our people? Is it speaking? Is it writing? Is it networking? Like, what are those things that make you want to connect from a place that feels very authentic? Not because you should, not because someone told you you needed to post on social media three times an hour or whatever, like, but what feels good in terms of connecting with your people? So I tried to map it all out and put it together so that we we know when we have kind of a complete model so that you can then go hit the ground running and your marketing works better. Your content creation is easier. Your offers come together. You know who you are, right? And it's not you trying to twist, which I've seen a lot of people doing, especially 
solo providers who do service-based work where they twist for every client that comes through the door. Like, yes, I do that thing. Yes, I do that thing. And then they're all over the place doing 14 different things. This kind of helps you settle into, this is what I do best. Here's why I invite you to come closer to learn more about it. Oh, that is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. So does someone have to know what their business, I don't think they do. They can come to you just saying, I think I want to explore this. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to be an astronaut. This is what I want to do. You can start at ground zero or you can start with someone who's ready to launch. But Mm -hmm. either way, each one of those different sections that you just talked about, when you you don't really think, like as I've been doing my business for quite a while now, and I've never really thought about how important each one of those aspects are. So to do a deep dive into each of those, but also to do that self-reflection it seems like it would give you a level of self-confidence and self-acceptance so mm-hmm. that to, to say, you know, what I do offer is important. What, what my way of doing it is, and I, I really believe don't try to copy someone else. Don't emulate someone else. Don't just spit out what you've read online because that's not true. And that's not what people are looking for right now. And, for sure. And like when you get those twinges I think it's such important information like you're scrolling through social media and you're like oh this person is doing what I kind of want to be doing and um, you start to feel like you know why bother because they're doing it in this way or maybe I need to have this offer and I need to do it this way that they're doing it and we can really end up chasing these different shiny objects all over and it becomes a really self-defeating we can really beat ourselves up because one it's not aligned with who we are And two, it puts us in this like one down position. We somehow need to follow somebody else or emulate somebody else because like we don't have what it takes, which no, that's not true. Our listener, this audience is is empaths, sensitive people, people who may need that little nudge to step out of their comfort zone. But you're, you're so spot on with that, Alyssa, that if we we're needed right now to step into our power and light, but also what you have to offer is exactly what you came here to do. And it might not look like someone else's. So my example is, do I know that the marketing for social media take training? I've read it. I've done. And I know the I know the formula. I'm also a very private person and I'm not comfortable with sharing certain things and damn straight not doing a TikTok dance. That shit's not happening. So I feel <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> But I feel like if you do want to do the TikTok dance and that feels like, oh, my God, I love this, then focus on that. What you're offering is taking all of what you've worked really hard to develop in your own business and as professionally, personally, and as a, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, and you're, you're packaging that into this incredible program that people can explore this, but also make that choice to say, I think I'm ready to step into this and do what I came here. which is incredible and it sounds fun yeah it's so fun it's so fun (laughs) I mean to see people really own who they are and what they want unapologetically it's really an amazing experience because there is a shift that happens, right? When What's the formula? Just tell me the steps to do it. And it's like, well, it's not quite that simple. I wish I could, <laughs> but that's going to leave you feeling unfulfilled. So when they, when they really go through the po- process and kind of unpack all of these things, 
and then get to a place of feeling really great. They're speaking in different places. They have a presence on social media if they want one. Some people don't. Totally fine. They know exactly what they do and why and how it's different. So networking actually works when they go and meet people. It just feels good to talk about something that you know you're in the zone when you're doing it. You know you're you're speaking in a way, this is the thing for me. And it it takes time, I think, to get there. But um, there's all these intangible benefits, right? Like you just feel good. You feel better about it. You're more confident. It also very, very, very clear. It's stepping away from how many likes am I getting? What's the reaction? What are the comments? It's stepping away from that and saying, I'm okay with this. I don't need, I'm not dependent on how other people view what I'm doing because I know it aligns with, with my soul path, with my design, with what feels right and true to me. Because even as you work for yourself, you wake up and say, oh, how am I going to get through today? And one of the things I'll say to myself is, oh no, Denise, you get to do this today. You don't have to do this. You get to do this. And I think that's what so many people are looking for right now is wanting that freedom and autonomy to design a life that fits with who they are. And if you're a private, quiet person and you're tired of going into a busy building, or if you're really gregarious and you want to be on stage and just sharing your light, this is that opportunity to really, to to jump and say, I I think I can do this. And Mm -hmm. there's no, but isn't it fun as hell that there's no, it's not just I'm going to do readings or I'm going to do human design or I'm going to do this. It can be anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was talking with someone who uh, had a very unique business plan, a very unique, this was years ago. And in my logical mind, I was thinking, no one's, no one wants that. No, why would anyone want that? But this person was so enamored with the thought of having this business. So of course I, I stepped back from my ego and I said, and I you know, said this and I brought through intuitively what was coming. Years later, the person got in touch with me and this idea that didn't resonate with me. And I thought, no one will pay you for that. She has a very successful, lucrative business mm-hmm. and she's happy and she's free. And she's and, and I think that's what we're really looking for is that freedom. Yes, being financially independent is a huge part of a strong business, but it's not the only aspect, because if you're just making money, You've just traded one noose for another. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And and that freedom coming from inside is so important, right? It's like, am I free to be who I want to be? Am I free to do the work that I care about? Am I free to say the things uncensored that I want to say, right? Like there's so many different layers of that freedom. And it's really interesting, I think, to explore those as an entrepreneur. Like what What kinds of freedom is actually really important to you? Because you're right. You can have a thriving business with lots of money coming in and be packed all day with clients and be like, I actually don't feel free at all because I I don't have any minutes that are free during the day. So it looks so different for everybody in really getting clear on what is it that you want? What is it that feels good to you? when you're thriving and successful because that is going to be so different for every single person and one of the most like relieving things i think to remember is that there are about a million ways to build a business 
Like they, the path does not have to look the same. And then the end point, the goalpost can also look different for everybody. It grows and evolves. It's not a stagnant thing. It's amazing to look back at old planners or to look at what was really, oh, I'm going to do this. This is my focus. This is it. And if spirit has a different plan for you, you if they're just going to light the way and you're going to follow the Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs and then you're like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing next. Mm-hmm. What I love about that perspective is you don't age out because you're going to continue to grow and evolve and learn and change and shift, which personally, I think that's why we're here. Yeah. Stagnant and just settling. That just seems horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, especially as you think about you as a person evolving alongside your business, things evolve for you. You're not going to be the same person 10 years ago that you were right now. So your business is going to change. It's going to look different. Like it's also going to evolve. So um, sometimes I think it's helpful to think about it as what do I need right now? And over the next, you know, six months to a year versus what do I want my business to be like forevermore until death, right? That's a little um, too intense, too big of a commitment. That's an excellent, excellent point is take those little steps, take those little bites. You don't have to get everything off the buffet table on your first plate. You can really just have a little nibble. (laughs) So tell us about your program, where people can find you, um, if they'd like to work with you about your podcast. You offer so many beautiful things for people. Thanks, Denise. Um, yeah, my my podcast is called The Uncommon Couch, and it's on Apple. It's on kind of all the places you can go get podcasts. And I've been doing it for two years now. I can't believe it. So there's lots of episodes there. You know, please feel free to dig into the material and see how it fits for you and how it feels. Um, and people are welcome to get in touch with me at dralyssaadams.com. I have all my offerings on there. Um, my human design readings you can schedule from there. We can hop on a phone call if you're interested in one-on-one work. And then at the end of August, I do have a free masterclass on the 24th called Building Your Unique Brand, what it really takes to get consistent clients. So we're going to dig into how to use your expertise and turn that into a business that you love, put it into your brand. We're going to talk about human design and kind of unpacking some of your gifts and, you know, really like what starting the process of figuring out what feels good to you and how to like create that cohesive narrative for your brand. So those are some of the things that are going on for me. And uh, I have a program that's kicking off also at the end of the month. That's really exactly what I described today. It's it walks you through the process of how to define your own uniqueness and leverage your expertise and build a brand and a business that fits and is very uniquely you so that, you know, you don't feel like there's any competition and you have this roadmap for what to offer, what to sell, how to do it, how to, how to create content and all the things that really trip us up as business owners. It's beautiful. And, and social media, people can find you on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm primarily on Instagram at Dr. Alyssa Adams. I also spend a little bit of time on LinkedIn, but primarily Instagram is where I live. So reach out, you know, shoot me a message. I'm always happy to connect and chat with people. For those of you who I'm sure you've felt this through the, the entire time that Alyssa and I have been chatting, she is this true. She is this genuine. She really, this isn't a facade. This isn't a, oh, I want to get marketing people into my program. She's an incredibly kind 
thoughtful, intelligent woman who wants to help other people step into their own power and might. And, and thank you so very much for, for sharing this. But also, it's really cool because I remember when you were tiptoeing out of your, your mm-hmm. traditional practice and to see like you, your energy is so just full now and, and vibrant. And just to see that transition from, I think I might want to explore this a little bit to, you know, I'm doing this. And I think that's exactly what you're offering folks. So again, Dr. Alyssa Adams, you can find her on all the venues. And thank you so very much, Alyssa, for all of you that are listening. Take a peek at that class because I think you're going to be surprised. It's time to step up. We all need you. Okay, take care. Bye.